Hey, all welcome to this week's episode of the Shut Up, Get Up podcast. I'm your host, Mike Muldoon, and today we're going to talk about quitting, why times you should do it, and why you shouldn't feel bad about it. Quitter is defined as a person who gives up easily or does not have the courage or the determination to finish a task. And from a very early age, you know, we're all told, don't be a quitter. Quitters never get anywhere in life. We're, we're raised with slogans such as winners never quit, quitters never win. And for that, I kind of call it a call bullshit. See, because what if we're doing isn't serving us? You know, what if you're doing isn't serving you like from an emotional or spiritual or even a physical perspective? You know, maybe what you're doing is cutting you off from what your true path is. You know, then what? You know, I, I talk a lot about my my background and mine, a lot of it is rooted in, in sports. And I grew up playing sports and from an early age, slogans about not quitting were usually spit out in rapid succession along with real spit from my coach's mouth. You know, I played baseball, eventually I moved to play football and, and I even played lacrosse. And, and I was lucky enough, I, I got to continue to play football in college. And after my freshman year, I was working out. Um, I was home for the summer, I was working out, and I was driving home, and I got hit by a car. I was on my motorcycle. I was doing about 50 miles per hour, going down a highway. A car pulled out right in front of me. I still don't know how I kind of got in front of it, but somehow I, I kind of got enough in front of it that when the vehicle hit me, it actually threw me off my bike. And lucky for me, I landed on the side of the road, basically on the grass. I, I was lucky to be alive. You know, had a lot of scratches, a lot of bruises. Uh, most of the damage actually came in the form of a broken wrist. I like shattered my wrist. And um, still to this day, I have limited use in my right hand. I actually can only use my right hand um, half of its functionality. Um, and, and by the way, did I mention I was playing wide receiver at the time? So at, at the time, you know, in my life, the only thing I wanted to do was play football. So I had two surgeries and a whole year later, I was finally healed to the best that I would ever be with my hand. And my doctors, they advised me, don't play football due to the fact that if I broke it again, I may not ever be able to use my hand again. See, the break, it wasn't like the radius bone. It wasn't that big bone that's in your arm. I smashed the little bones that connect the wrist to the hand. And it required me to get a bone graft. They basically had to remove bone from my hip and use it to replace on my wrist. So my wrist was kind of like fused back together. And again, I won't lie to you, still to this day, I can feel that accident in my wrist, especially when the weather changes and especially as I get older. But quitting football then was not an option for me. I loved it. And on some level, it served me. And, 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 it, and, and, it, and it served me in, in life. It still serves me in life. Something about having an athletic background. I sort of helped me overcome certain obstacles and stuff in my life. Um, But anyway, it it serves me. But like, what if I didn't love to play? What if it was just a means to an end? Maybe, or what about if I just played because people expected me to play? I was a good player. They expect me to go to college and play. And then maybe I put these expectations on me that I'm supposed to be a good athlete. And what about if I don't live up to that expectation? But like, what if I just didn't feel like playing? You know, should I have continued Should I have risked that other break and not be able to use my hand again? Maybe not. 
maybe then quitting would have served me, especially if I wasn't really doing it for me. You know, let's just say I didn't love it. It wasn't serving me on some level besides financially, you know, maybe paying for school. You know, was it really risk then for me to, you know, risk permanent damage? Was it worth it? I mean, after all, there are other ways to pay, play for school, right? I mean, and that's the thing. If we just stay with sports, right? I mean, every year the NCAA sends thousands of athletes into the world that have dreamed of becoming professional athletes and so many sacrificing so many facets and parts of their lives to reach a goal that might have or will pass them by. And some of these athletes, they, they hang on for years, missing so many other opportunities that might have presented themselves, you know, out of this fear because to them, Quitting isn't an option. And a lot of times it's because they tend to view the unrealized goal as a failure, even if it's the right thing to do by moving on. You know, because sometimes after all the work, sacrifice, and effort that we put in, it's just not going to happen. And it becomes increasingly more likely that somebody's going to stick with something, even if it isn't working, especially if it's public facing, right? Or, you know, if you're somebody starting a business and a business is failing, but I can't quit because it'd be an embarrassment. Or again, you know, using sports, failing to live up to other people's expectations of you. you. You were the most dominant athlete in high school that everyone pegged you as being the next great. And now you're going to fall short, but you, you, you can't quit because you're too scared to face that. You know, to, to, to face that unrealized dream or goal and what other people are going to think about you. And sometimes it's just, you see it in relationships. You know, you've been in this relationship with this person for so many years. I mean, you know, you're worried like, well, if I quit now, what are people going to think? And again, getting back to that business, if I, if I quit that business now and it falters, what are people going to think? Using the athlete, the dream of playing professional sport never materializes. What are people going to think if I quit when the real thought should be, I've put in my all, I've tried my all, this isn't working, so it's time to start again. The thing about quitting is it doesn't make you weak, especially if you put in the work and you've tried everything you had, you know, you did all you could do. I mean, actually, in the next few weeks, we'll be talking about how sometimes our dreams don't come true and how sometimes we're better for it, but that's for another podcast. See, the thing is, if you quit something, you're not going to end up a failure. It's quite the contrary in some cases. Quitting can like just prove how incredibly brave you are. And a lot of times quitting is just not on a dream. It could be on, it could be on quitting, quitting that job that makes you unhappy, even though it might be lucrative. Walking away from the unknown into the abyss of the unknown takes courage and might even lead you to something even better. I mean, quitting a relationship, we talked about this earlier, but nothing can be more detrimental to your one's life than being in a bad or even a stagnant relationship. I mean, I've experienced it for myself in the past. And I've witnessed it in countless times in others. So often people stay in relationships because they've put in the time and they don't want to quit. Kind of reminds me of that scene in Jerry Maguire, you know, where she questions why they're together. And he says, well, I stick. Well, I mean, is that really a good reason to be there in a relationship? I mean, good for Renee Zellweger's character, you know, to see that, you know, that's not enough for her. And she quit for them. That is, of course, you know, until Jerry realized the error of his ways and that he did love her, you know. You know, sometimes we have to quit friends or family 
that don't serve us, shutting them, you know, shutting people out of our lives that are toxic. That can be hard, especially when it is family. And we're taught that family is everything. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not. Some of the biggest driving forces that keep you back in your life is family. So you see, there are times when quitting is the only way forward. And when you're willing to quit, when you're really willing to quit on something that's not really serving you and it's maybe holding you back, well, that means you're willing to take control of your life and choose the kind of world and situation that you want to live in. Quitting just leads to change. Now, let's be honest. This doesn't mean that every time something gets tough, just quit. You know, I never played it down a football and considered quitting in a game, no matter how much we were losing. Quitting then would have served me. That's not what we're talking about here. What I'm saying that if something isn't serving you and you're just doing it because you feel like you have to because you've come so far and, and I got to keep going through this, even though it's going nowhere, then it's time to think about quitting, pivoting, moving on, going in another direction. I'm just saying that there are times you have to quit, stop, walk away. And you know what? It's okay. And sometimes it's even quitting on that dream. You know, I'll tell you a little story about quitting. Uh, so my wife, I begged her to quit one time. Uh, not not quit on me, uh, but on a marathon. See, when my wife and I got together when we were living in New York City, my wife said to me she liked to run the New York Marathon. Now, my wife at the time wasn't a runner, so to speak. She was more of an occasional jogger. And she entered the New York Marathon. But the only way to get in was that she put us on the hook uh, you know, for basically raising thousands of dollars for a charity. So in short, whatever we didn't raise, we had to pay out of pocket. So at the time, my wife began to take it seriously. She joined the running club and she was training and she would run and I would bike next to her. And the most she ever ran in one session was 13 miles. And then work got in the way. See, she worked for a law firm and all of a sudden she started having to work late. I mean, I'm talking to the wee hours of the night. She couldn't train at all. So the day of the marathon comes, right? And it's early morning. My wife's getting ready for it, right? Because she's got to catch the ferry from Manhattan. She's got to go to Staten Island. And I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, gosh, you know, I mean, this is insane, right? Because, you know, if you don't know the New York Marathon, you you, you start in Staten Island, you run over to Verrazano Bridge, you get through Brooklyn, through Queens, over the bridge, back into Manhattan, you go way up, you know, uptown, and then you come back down to Midtown. And I remember thinking, you know, just from where she was starting in Staten Island to where I was working, which was at a network in Brooklyn, which is only a few miles away, I was thinking, gosh, how far that felt. And on the way to take it to the ferry, you know, to, to you know, that she's going to take to get that starting point, I kept saying, look, if you can't do it, just quit. It's okay. We've, we raised all the money. We did a good thing. Just do what you can. Be part of the experience. But don't worry if you have to stop. I was generally worried for her because you hear a lot of like horror stories sometimes about people who are marathons. My wife had never really trained much for this marathon. So my wife did, you know, which sometimes she does. She didn't listen to me. And with limited training, she ran the whole marathon. She never quit because as tired she was, and I saw her several points along the way, quitting that race would not have served her in any way. It was something that, you know, she felt compelled to do. And I guess more importantly, that was probably just more perseverance than anything else. So again, I'm not here to try to justify to a generation of people that if you can't do it or if it just gets tough, quit. I'm just saying that if you find yourself questioning, why am I doing this anymore? Why am I in this? You're not having that passion for it anymore, or you're just going through the motion. And the only reason you do it is because maybe you think quitting is a failure. 
then I'm here to tell you, you're not a failure. You're just someone who's decided it's time to close on that chapter and start another. Get up.